Hi, and welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. We're kicking off a new series here on the podcast called Deep Dive Into The Life Of A Social Media Entrepreneur Series. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. For this season, I am kicking off the first summer month with a deeper look into what goes on into the life of a social media entrepreneur. The work balance lifestyle, the mentality of someone working in social media, what happens during client content shoot days, and more. In this episode called, Why Am I Burnt Out? I talk about why social media marketers find themselves so easily burnt out, the energy leaks that may be causing our burnout, how to break free from burnout, and more. This season was inspired by May's Mental Health Awareness Month. I found myself really thinking through why one week I would be consistent with my work effort and be on top of it, and then the next week I'd feel like I was dragging my feet, unable to focus, and just exhausted all the time. Not only was it confusing, but trying to figure out the root cause of it all was also exhausting. Before I dive into today's podcast episode, I have to do a life recap first. I had shared in my last and final running episode from the previous Running With Vision series that I would be running my last half marathon of the summer. And I, in fact, did finish the race. However, there was an unexpected turn of events, pun intended, with my left leg. After running six miles through Prospect Park, The remaining miles were straight down Ocean Parkway to the Coney Island boardwalk. And right around mile seven, I could feel this intense pain shoot up in my left leg. I didn't want to stop, but I got a sense that I'd landed on it in a funny way while running. Around miles nine and ten, I just couldn't take it anymore, and the humidity was so intense that I had to stop for almost five minutes to down water and try to ease my leg. The pain didn't go away, but I also didn't want to waste any more time. So I jogged the next few miles. I was nearing the boardwalk, and just like my last episode said, I like to finish strong. I started to run as fast as I could down the boardwalk, where the finish line was clear in sight. And I probably shouldn't have pushed the way I did, because when I crossed that finish line, I collapsed, and medical put me in a wheelchair. In the medical tent, they iced my leg, asked me a bunch of questions, and let me limp out of there. Since then, I've been semi-resting my leg, and emphasis on semi because I went for a four-mile run and some light jogs on the treadmill this week, but... Now, I'm actually taking it more seriously, now that I could feel the pain of it creep back in occasionally. So, no more runs until June 6th, because that's when week 1 of 18 begins of Chicago full marathon training. But I'll get more into that soon. A couple of things from the RBC Brooklyn Half Marathon. One... That Saturday managed to be one of the hottest and most humid days we had experienced yet here in New York City. 
There was a heat advisory that had gone out that day, and many of us probably weren't used to running in that kind of humidity and heat. Two, there was a lot of talk about the runner who died that morning. He had collapsed after crossing that finish line, and many more were sent to the hospital with injuries. I spent a lot of time talking about it with my mom and also my boyfriend about the limits of pushing yourself in dangerous temperatures and knowing when to stop before something terrible happens. My thoughts and prayers go out to the runner's family and friends. It's unfortunate and very sad that that happened, and I hope those who participated in the race were hydrated and rested after the events of that heat wave. A part of me is really happy that this first episode into this new series is on burnout. Why? Because this entire past week, life has felt extremely heavy, almost like a weight that felt impossible to carry. And the past mass shootings from Buffalo, New York, to California, to Texas, most likely played a huge role into my burnout. But there were various factors that made it all too much. I've always been that person who never thought burnout would happen to me. I love what I do. There's no way I'd ever get burnt out from it. I had myself convinced. But little did I realize that even if you love what you do, it's not always the work that burns you out. Sometimes it's the combination of work and life events that becomes a recipe for burnout. That's where things get tough. We as social media marketers are expected to be online and present on social media platforms at all times. And these social media platforms, they're loud, they're vocal, they're energy draining, and can certainly mess with us mentally. Not to mention emotionally too, when it comes to certain current events. And at the same time, we're expected to be available 24 seven spew out amazing and epic content every single day and have a full energy tank without refueling properly. Make it make sense. If we don't refuel our car with gas, how can we expect the car to keep going? You can't. So let's apply it here. If social media marketers aren't able to recharge and refuel from social media itself, how can we expect to run our business efficiently? And that leads me to what hit me really hard this past week. I thought I was reliving the dehydration feeling from the past Brooklyn Half Marathon. I remember feeling so parched in the last few miles, I was practically panting on the sidelines, trying to grab water at every single water station. Every day, I found myself needing extra breaks, longer breaks. Some breaks turned into an hour-long nap, and every time I got back to work, I hit the wall again. You can bet it's frustrating when you're behind on work for the day and you also feel like you've accomplished nothing and yet you're still exhausted. I think finding that balance for us social media marketers is something that each of us have to figure out ourselves. We can listen to all the advice and tips for what works, but truthfully, it's something we have to figure out what works for us and us alone. Social media content doesn't affect everyone the same way. 
Some posts are more sensitive to others. Some don't even stir a reaction. Most of this work triggers us in some shape or form, and it's a matter of figuring out the root cause of it. What exactly is draining my energy? Is it the content or the way a client is handling this matter? Am I mentally exhausted from the workload or mentally exhausted from what I saw in the news this morning? I'll bring some of my work experience into this. Most of all the times I was burnt out from working in social media, it was because of the relations with the client and the work that made things not particularly easy. I feel like when emotions really get involved, burnout is quicker. Other times, it was the workload that seemed miles high and my eyes could only look at a screen for so long and that led to pure exhaustion. We live in a culture that is continuously seeking for personal energy. It seems like we will use almost anything to get a little lift. From supplements, energy drinks, double shot espressos, and more. We feel like without a little boost, we won't have the energy to work out strong. Without our coffee, we won't have the energy to stay focused at work. We find ourselves opting for these temporary fixes to keep us going. So let's talk about the things that are draining our energy. What I like to call energy leaks. Energy draining emotions will only harm us because of the effect that negative emotions produce. Worry is one example of this. Worry is like that app that runs in the background of your iPhone that consumes the energy while we are unaware. Another one is anger, resentment. These things will consume life and lead to burnout. Think about the last time you were angry. Did you dwell on your anger for quite some time? Or was it a quick anger moment and then you were done with it in five minutes? No, you probably found yourself dwelling in the worst and thinking about what angered you, who angered you, and feeling bitter about the situation. These energy leaks don't seem like big problems at first, but that's why we call it energy leaks and not energy pores. They're small at first, but just like any leak, you'll notice your energy depleting by the minute as the leak starts to form a puddle. Which leads me to my next point. How do we break free from burnout? Well, Grace, I hear you. I hear what it's like to experience burnout from a social media entrepreneur and the energy leaks that lead to burnout, but what can we do about it? I read somewhere to act as if you have energy. Willpower has almost no control over your emotions, but it does have control over your actions. In other words, you can decide in your will to do something and you will discover that your actions will always change your emotions. When it hits 9 p.m., my body starts to shut down. I know, I'm an early sleeper. There are some nights when I make a mistake of resting in bed for a few minutes and then finding myself dozing off for a few hours. Before I know it, I'm asleep with my makeup on, contacts in my eyes, and teeth unbrushed. Disgusting, I know. 
But even though I'm exhausted and tired, I find myself getting up, taking off my makeup and contacts, brushing my teeth, and then getting back into bed again. So what made me get up? Was it the contacts that were stuck to my eyeballs? Again, also gross. It could have been. Or maybe it was the moment you begin to act as if you are fine. You start feeling fine. That's the idea of acting as if you have energy. So my boyfriend and I are early risers. And surprise fact, this was one of the things I really liked about him when I first started talking to him. Our conversations were always either at five or six in the morning, and it really intrigued me that he was always up so early. But anyway, fast forward to now, we wake up consistently at 6 a.m. just about every mornings. And I know his routine by heart already. It's probably not in the exact order, but he will wake up, read the devotional I sent over that morning via text, and then get out of bed to make his pre-workout drink. And how do I know all this? Because one time I asked if he ever wanted to hit the snooze button and stay in longer. His answer was that he refused to hit the snooze button because our bodies get used to the idea of there even being an option to stay in bed longer. Is he always awake and ready to go at 6 a.m.? No, not all the time. But he told me the key behind waking up is physically getting up. Not thinking about getting up. Not hesitating about getting up. But actually getting out of bed. Because once you're out of bed, you've already done the first step. The rest is easy. And I'll never forget what he told me. I always think back to what he said, and there are many mornings when it inspires me to get out of bed and start the day. So in order to stop burnout, we must discover how to convert potential energy into actual energy. We all have potential energy within us. God gives us the keys to converting potential energy into actual energy. We have to take life on a day-to-day -day basis. Not a year-to-year, -year, a month-to-month, -month, or even a week-to-week -week basis. Every day, take 10 or 15 minutes to convert potential energy into actual energy. The Bible calls it stillness. One of my favorite Bible verses is, Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 46.10 is a powerful truth. Stillness is a tool that God uses to convert potential energy into actual energy. Quietness produces confidence, and confidence builds strength. We need daily moments of quietness and reflection within our life to remove those things that adversely affect us. When we do that, energy comes back. Your turn. Have you experienced burnout? If yes, how did you overcome it? Or how are you working to overcome it? Feel free to send me an email at grace at gracefullymade.com. The email is in the show description. Or send me a DM at bygracely on Instagram.
Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode where I cover another episode into the deep dive into the life of a social media entrepreneur season. This time, we'll be talking about mental health for someone working in social media, life as a creator, and someone who is constantly online. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in!